What's up, guys? My name is Mitch Allison. I'm a senior here at UNI. What's up? Uh, I'm Sunny Communications. Um, don't ask me what I'm going to do with it because I don't have an answer for you. Um, but anyways, so I'm up here just uh, to tell my story. Um, all right, so here we go. When I was seven, I declared Jesus as my Lord and Savior for the first time. But for the most part, um, it was led by my parents, and I was just along for the ride. I grew up believing in God, but I didn't really have a relationship with him. My sophomore year of high school is really when my faith became my own. I started reading the Bible on my own, and I started wanting to go to church and youth group uh, to learn and not just uh, have my parents basically force me to go. That same year, my dad had a crazy God moment, um, and after years of contemplating, he finally decided it was time for him to start a church out in West Dubuque. It took a few years to get up and running, um, and so my senior year is when we officially opened up our new church crossroads. It was at this time that I became a pastor's kid. For me, that meant that I always had to follow the rules, I always had to be on my best behavior and follow Jesus. I had no room for mistake. Looking back, I learned that this shouldn't be the case. It became clear to me that my faith should be my own and not my parents' or anyone else's. The summer after my senior year of high school was a difficult one. We went through some family issues and it wasn't easy. As I was entering college, I wanted to be someone who walked the, walked, the, walked the talk and followed Jesus and wouldn't conform to the world and the college life. I wanted to show my younger brother that following uh, Jesus was awesome. I was doing it for my brother and my family and not for myself and my God. I put too much pressure on myself not to get into the party scene and not to be the kid that was living a double lifestyle. I didn't want to be a guy that was always talking about Jesus but would never walk like Jesus. I eventually caved because I was so focused on not partying that I lost my focus on Jesus. Homecoming night of my freshman year became the first of many drunk nights. I went that whole semester partying every weekend. I went to church a few times, but never went consistently, mostly because I would wake up hungover or I would sleep until noon. My freshman year Christmas break, I had the privilege of going to Passion, a Christian conference down in Atlanta. I hadn't told anyone about my drinking or partying, and I really didn't plan on it. But while I was at Passion, I felt a lot of conviction. So I, I proceeded to confess to my best friend. Um, I told him what was going on, and then eventually I told everyone on the trip that I found God again, or so I thought. I went back to school not too long after Passion. I made it one weekend of school, and then it was MLK weekend. And if you didn't know, some people up here call it MLKers. I fell right back into my old habits, and it continued throughout the semester. I went home for the summer and repeated the process of confessing to my best friend, saying that I was going to change this next year. When I went back to school for my sophomore year, I went about a month without going to a party. But then, my roommate randomly dropped out of school and didn't tell anyone, not even me. So I had a dorm room to myself for the rest of the fall semester. This wasn't good for me. I ended up drinking, so I was getting drunk Tuesday through Saturday night, five nights a week, for almost two months. Tuesday and Wednesday, I just drank by myself. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't plan on talking to anyone. I just wanted to be drunk. I became numb to just about everything around me. During the fall semester, I had a friend who invited me to basic, but I would rarely go. I went because my parents wanted me to, but I wasn't invested at all. It was rare that you would see me at church as well. I kept what I had been doing hidden and didn't feel the need to confess. I just didn't care anymore. I didn't say anything over that winter break, but as I came back to school for the spring semester, I continued what I was doing, but it was nowhere near as much as I had been doing in the fall. I remember specifically one night when I was at a party, I looked down at my drink and I, had, I thought, Mitch, what are you doing? I sat there for a second, I pondered what had come across my mind, and then I said, screw it, and I drank the rest of what I had just to go get more. As we got closer to spring break, my mom had asked me if I wanted to go to CRW, a Christian retreat weekend back home. 
the weekend before we went back to school after spring break. I wanted to say no, but because I was a good kid and wanted to keep me in that way for my parents, I was like, sure, I'll go, just to make them happy. As spring break rolled around, I kept thinking about CRW, thinking about how I wasn't going to change because nothing else had changed me. On the second night of CRW, there was something that I had never felt before. It was as if God had grabbed me by the front of the shirt, slapped me across the face, and then backhanded me and said, Mitch, get yourself together and follow me. I was terrified, astonished, and joyful to know that God was there. I was in a very dark place for almost two years, but now I'm thriving in the love and grace that Jesus has for me. Being able to experience this hope that Jesus provides is amazing. I not only have a passion for Jesus, but also a passion that I may direct others to know him as well. I wake up like it's Christmas morning almost every day, except the gifts that I look forward to are the blessings that God continues to offer me. I know now that the reason I drank was to escape. I wanted to escape from the external conflicts that I had, such as school and family issues, but also the internal conflicts, such as uh, knowing that God was real and not wanting to face him. Looking back on my past and those moments when I had questions like, Mitch, what are you doing? I know that was God talking to me. He never left my side through all of what I went through. I was basically in a track race with God. I reached, every corner I reached, he was right there behind me, whispering in my ear, Mitch, come back and follow me. I've grown a lot in the past year and a half, and a lot of that has to do with community here at Basic. My life group last year was a big plus in my life. I really needed to be in a community that loves Jesus, and I definitely found that here. Thank you.